Welcome to WTBU News Today. I'm Camila Boehner. Boston has been rainy and cloudy lately. Temperatures on Monday are expected to reach a high of 75 and a low of 62 degrees. The beginning of the week is looking sunny with clear skies, followed by rain later in the week. Joining us now is Alex Corey with how Phase 3 starting this week in Massachusetts will look like. Starting Monday, the state of Massachusetts will be entering Phase 3 of the four phases in reopening. The plan will go into effect in the vast majority of the state. However, Boston will enter Phase 3 on July 13th after city officials requested extra time to prepare. Somerville announced it would enter the third phase on that same day at the earliest. Like the previous phase, Phase 3 consists of two parts, Step 1 and Step 2. During Step 1, which starts on Monday, the max occupancy limit for both indoor and outdoor gatherings will increase. Indoor activities will allow for a maximum of 25 people in one room. Outdoor activities will permit a maximum of 100 people per gathering. These businesses that are allowed to reopen include movie theaters and outdoor performance venues, museums, historical sites, fitness centers, and health clubs. Certain indoor and recreational activities with low potential for contact and professional sports teams under the authority of league-wide rules may hold games without spectators. Like previous phases, these recently reopened businesses will have to follow strict guidelines set forward for them by the state. In Falmouth, Massachusetts, I'm Alex Corey for WTBU News. And now we'll head over to Didi Hoyt for an update on coronavirus pandemic. Sunday marks the 27th day in a row that the average of new coronavirus cases has reached record numbers in the U.S., according to the Washington Post. Average deaths over a seven-day period have remained lower than at the height of the peak in the spring, going from 562 last Sunday to 486, but experts warned that the number of new infections could raise the death count. Arizona, Florida, and Texas have reported record-breaking single-day cases, and local officials have issued warnings to their communities. The mayor of Phoenix, Arizona, tried to appeal for the power to institute another stay-at-home order but was denied and can now only issue stay-at-home warnings, which are much less effective. Many officials blame reopening plans that went ahead despite the inability to contain the virus. In Washington, D.C., I'm Dee Dee Hoyt for WTBU News. Next, a story regarding New Jersey's upcoming election from Griffin Buck. The state of New Jersey's nearly all-mail-in primary on Tuesday is emerging as a test of the state's ability to deliver a drama-free election in the face of critical tweets from President Donald Trump and a GOP seeking federal election monitors. Tuesday is the deadline for Democratic and Republican voters to postmark their ballots or deliver them to county boards of election by 8 p.m. in contests for President, the U.S. Senate, and the House. New Jersey previously had no-excuse mail-in voting, but Democratic Governor Phil Murphy this year mandated the election take place principally by mailed ballots because of the COVID-19 outbreak and fears that gathering at polling places would spread the virus. Each county must some polling places open for people who wish to vote provisionally in person. That means the voter casting a provisional ballot would have his or her vote counted after officials determined that the ballot mailed to the voter's home was not cast. In Roseville, California, I'm Griffin Buck for WTBU News. Finally, an update from Varsha Supermanian about books being removed in Hong Kong. Books written by pro-democratic authors that promote democratic ideologies have been removed and flagged in Hong Kong. 
In light of Beijing's new national security law that was introduced on Tuesday, books written by pro-democracy activists have disappeared from public libraries and many have been flagged as under review. Amongst the authors whose books have been removed are Tanya Chan and Joshua Wang, who are well known for their pro-democratic activism. According to the South China Morning Post, at least nine books have been removed from the libraries or marked as to be reviewed. These books will be reviewed to ensure that they do not violate the new law passed. In mainland China, similar laws exist to crush the opposition. In a tweet, Joshua Wang said that the national security law is exercising censorship on his books that were published before the protests in Hong Kong, even though Hong Kong is an international hub. In Dubai, UAE, I'm Varsha Subramanian for WTBU News. That's it for this edition of WTBU News Today. Be sure to tune in to our full program every Tuesday and Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern over on WTBU Radio. On behalf of Megan Gregoire, Jenny Kornreich, Alex Corey, and Griffin Buck, I'm Camila Boehner reporting from Miami, Florida for WTBU News.